<laughs> Welcome to all of a sudden number. Jesus Christ. Oh, that's number two. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> Welcome to all Take. of a sudden number 62. Yes. Yeah, 62. Uh, today, uh, I mentioned last week it was going to be a pretty fun one because today mm-hmm. we are joined by We Booze Crew. The We Booze Crew. Hey. Yo, what up? Thank you for having us. Hey, thanks for being here, guys. Uh, they host the very popular new podcast on uh, Twitch. And uh, pretty much, are you guys on every other podcast platform as well? Everything except Twitter, uh, but they can still look us up on Twitter. It's okay. Yeah, we're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, all that the stuff. The YouTube. YouTube. The YouTubes. Yeah. Especially the Discord. YouTube. Now, yeah. uh, you might not see them on screen. You're, you're uh, seeing one one crew member. Uh, one handsome member that we've had on the podcast before. A former all a of a sudden pod- alumni. I'm a, I'm a podcaster uh, <laughs> hopper. <laughs> He doesn't have a home to go to. Yeah, you know, it, it's like a, I'm a stray dog. You just like show up and give me some beer. I'm going to hang out and talk to you guys, you know? <laughs> it's like the that one cartoon where he's like, you think you can win me over with the with the cute smile and some cheap booze? Well, you can. What, what's, just, what cartoon is this? <laughs> uh, freaking, what is it? The Hell, Hell Has Been Hotel or something? Never heard of it. Speaking it's of, like this one episode on YouTube. Speaking uh, of, uh, you of, yeah, yeah. of beer, I do have uh, a beer of the week for uh, myself. It's called Voodoo Rangers Experimental IPA. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently, it's a, a new one they're trying to test out, and it comes in a seasonal box uh, with uh, four other flavors or three other flavors. Uh, this one clocks in at a good old 6.6 ABV. And uh, I don't know. I, I'm a huge fan of Voodoo Rangers, so uh, I think this one might be pretty good. Yours is a 6.7? Six point six. Six point six. Uh I have one on me as well. My sister just came back from Rio Doso and she grabbed me this alien IPA. Uh it's pretty cool because uh most of the bottles they have like a little man throwing away trash, but on this one it has like a little alien guy throwing away trash. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and it smells really good. It's, it smells like a classic IPA. And it tastes like one too. No, just kidding. Uh this one clocks in at seven percent alcohol uh by volume and so far pretty good pretty yeah, weedy mine, mine's pretty uh kind of standard ipa not not much of uh, like exaggeration in their flavors or i don't think they really added any kind of anything special to it uh it's pretty How's good the scent kind of like a classic ipa just a standard ipa hmm. so nothing uh, experimental about it or extra whatever about it terrestrial yeah uh i i'm uh <laughs> i'm drinking uh just the Guinness that I had laying around in my room in this hot summer day. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I have like How's that tasty? bullet bourbon and Coke ready to go. Uh, I mean, it tastes how you expect a like hot shit? ass Guinness to, to taste. <laughs> you know, sometimes you go from like the really classy stuff uh, to you just get into real trash beer. You really want to, you know, self-deprecation, dude. That's like my whole my whole niche. <laughs> oh, it's your whole your whole niche. <laughs> sometimes yeah. you can afford good beer. Sometimes you just have to find what you have. You know. Sometimes you, know, you have to stick to a Mickey's. Some, See, yeah, I can afford the good beer. <laughs> That's the problem is that when you can afford the good beer, but you still just like mm, I want to be a trash person. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Not today, beer. 
So uh, me and Jeremy actually used to be roommates and uh, him speaking about his warm room beer. It kind of reminds me of a time when he ha- would have his wake up beer. So basically he would pass out, have a beer cracked open, ready, like next to his bed. <laughs> so he would wake up, have a swig and then probably doze back off. <laughs> it's it's a way to, to get rid of the shakes, man. Like, <laughs> that, that's uh, the funniest story about the wake up beers, because like I mean, obviously, if you guys have ever come to our house, it's it, it looks disheveled. Like it, it, you know, it, it looks like nobody lives here, and uh, we don't take care of a lot of things that we probably should. Well, uh, when we were living in that that uh, apartment, I think it might have been our first apartment complex. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. So one of our other roommates, uh, his name's Hector. You guys remember him. He uh, was notorious for just bringing in mangy cats all the time. Oh, and I remember what, that. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, uh, what, one of the worst things that happened to me was that uh, the cat, like, he liked to run around and, like, like just push a pee up. everywhere. Oh, he, he, well, no, would, was, he, would, he would mess with everything. He would get into any kind of box or food and throw yeah. things around. He was hell and uh <laughs> one of my wake up beers apparently he spilled and these guys like as i'm passed out you know i'm not gonna wake <laughs> up <laughs> they, they're like well what do we do i think they like uh they cleaned it up and they filled it with like root beer or something like, <laughs> <laughs> like if i wasn't gonna know the difference <laughs> damn well i i got here uh next to me uh modelo chelada Limoni sal. Um, mm. For those who don't know what chelada is, it's it's literally just lime juice and and salt. But uh, and beer. Honestly, dude, like I hadn't had this until like two days ago, and it's already like the ninth one I buy this week. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, yeah, no joke. Those things are they're good. they're delicious. I was so surprised on how good it tasted, dude. The estrella uh, cheladas that come with like mango or like yeah, spicy like pineapple, shit, dude. Those are fucking good, dude. They taste love so those. bad. They I, taste I so like, bad. I was like, hell yeah! And then they took them off the 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 aisles or whatever, the yeah, shelves because they sucked. I was really glad that they brought them back yesterday. I was like, Fuck yeah, like I'm gonna spend yeah. all my money on this. Well, we got them, we got them back at and my and my work. So yeah, I, I saw that. Um. Meanwhile, I'm drinking um two star whiskey. That's what it's called. Um, pretty solid. Uh, I'm drinking it with Coke. Uh, pretty solid whiskey. Um, sweet. It's very sweet. No, no smoky flavor. So you're you're definitely gonna be drinking this as a mix, like with a mixer. Nice. Then I have here uh, a Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Uh, it's not too bad. I also have a, a bottle here of a Knob Creek Kentucky Straight Bourbon whiskey. Nice, nice. Oh, I love it. Now, now your Oktoberfest, is it actually October or is it October? No, it's actually October. <laughs> I know some, I know some exactly of them like the to do that is. stupid pun. <laughs> Ch- check it I, again. Check it again. Yeah, yeah, right now. Check live. it. Check. Yeah, check under your seat, Edmer. Check it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get a gift. And you... <laughs> so, uh, I guess kind of our first news topic or whatever. Uh, Xbox just recently had their first, or not first, or uh, showcase, but their second showcase about a couple weeks ago, and pretty much one of the main talking points, or the main talking points for uh, the Series X, is going to be the new Halo game, uh, Halo Infinite. 
So pretty much they showcased is uh, they gave us about 10 minutes of gameplay and kind of confirmed that it it's going to be an open world kind of game. It's not going to be like, like kind of the game right now. Yeah. yeah. It confirmed that L is real. I guess, I guess they saw that Far Cry was like so popular and they were just like, hey, you know what? Let's make everything Far Cry. Yeah. Or even yeah, like the yeah. like Skyrim. Like, I mean, so, so, Zelda did that with Breath of the Wild and, and, it, be, and it, it was, was really good. Yeah, it's it really good. good. Yeah. And then like you have those items that get like damaged over time. And so you have to go and like craft other stuff. It's like the Bethesda uh, um, blueprints. Yeah. Like I know, uh, I think, was it in New Vegas that they would like? If you didn't repair your items, you, you like your guns will like break or your machetes. I'm, will break I'm pretty sure it goes back even further. I, I've never played the first two Fallout's, but I know in three, uh, my pistols would break after a while. Yeah, and it, it's such a weird like. Cause have you ever tried to play those in like survival mode as well? Like those give you like a, like you have to eat and you have to like drink water. So I, I've seen yeah, I've seen some people who've done uh. I think they took like Bethesda's code and they made a game called like Rust or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's where they start doing like the, you need to maintain your hydration. You need to maintain your calorie intake. You have to watch out for yeah, the heat. Just like a you survival game. Right? Yeah. And they, they're kind of the doing games? that with more, more and more games now. I've seen yeah, it like, in uh, Ark. Uh, just recently they uh, really came out with a game called Grounded where it's kind of like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. But uh, you're, I guess you're trying to figure out how you ended up getting shrunk. Uh, and you, they have that system where you have to drink water, but there's also I've been trying to water. figure that shit out since I was born. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it looks really cool. Uh, yeah. I'm not, not going to lie, though. I, I am really not a fan of that whole survival aspect yeah, in, you, in video games. Like having to drink water and thing. It's like if you're playing a racing game, like having to fill up gas on your car. You yeah. Know, like, <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like I'm not That's playing Grand Theft Auto and having to stop at the gas station yeah, and be like, like, hey, you know what? Yeah. Fill it up. <laughs> I, get, I haven't played any of those games I'm, I'm gonna lie i played halo when it was on the first xbox that's that's the last time i played halo and i remember like canceled i, re- I remember <laughs> we were playing it and then we got the f- ring of ring of death or whatever the hell it's called the, the red ring yeah, and we're like and holy red. shit like we just broke it and that was the last time i played halo <laughs> <laughs> it's like never again am i ever gonna play a halo game no after that i just switched to the better like gaming system and i went with ps you know but, uh, ah, yes, ah. <laughs> so so let, let's you know talk about... i'm a nintendo fanboy always so you guys can have you so, but let's talk about a game that oh, actually has access so this is gonna be the console war <laughs> no, before we go into council, uh, council wars, right? Yeah, before we do, go into the like, council wars, let me talk about a, a game that's actually done open world pretty pretty successfully. And let's talk about Minecraft, right? Uh, seen- Honestly, Minecraft. It's oh, so you, you're, you're into it. it. Really yeah, it's so yeah. like I, I never thought I would get into it, but man, mm-hmm. you you start playing, and then once you build your first item, you it just unwinds from there, and you just so, get so deep. Dude, uh, for me, it's like once you like feed your dogs. I had like an army of dogs following me anywhere I went. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say about it? Give me, give me one second. All right. So if you really think about it, um, you know that's one of the first open world games that a lot of us are exposed to. Uh, early on, you know, you, you have a USB and you have some friends and you start playing at the school uh, lunchtime, right? Uh, at least that was my, my story for it. 
but you see how Minecraft has gotten so big and you know it's it's had like this boost in popularity pretty consistently and why wouldn't video game uh, companies want to have that sort of formula for it so it makes sense where this is all coming from mm-hmm. however if you go too extreme with it that's when it stops being like oh, oh I was trying to enjoy my game doing whatever the heck I want to do and this is just being annoying having to go pick up clean water you know I agree, I agree I, with that uh, wholeheartedly it, it, it's a sense of like tedious like tedious is, but like it the levels of stress that could come out with it when you're trying to like it really makes the game it amplifies like oh like this is the gameplay to try to get yeah yeah if you, you sign up for that, right? But I mean, you bought the game. They're going, I mean, I think they're that's going what you into, sign up for. No, bro. But you're going into, for example, games like Halo that has no history of open world. You look at at least Legend of Zelda was a, a like uh, Breath of the Wild was a solid open world game that has some sort of background because uh, of open worldness because you have games like Ocarina of Time, uh, Wind Waker. Um, and Majora's Mask. They have confirmed that yeah. multiplayer is going to be free and mm-hmm. it's going to support up to 120 FPS. So uh, I think it's kind of exciting. Um, yeah, it, all, it also kind of suggests that it's going to probably be, ha- it's probably going to have that, you know, whole battle royale aspect to it. You know, now that it's like super popular with, you know, the PUBGs and the, and the Call of Duty, Call of Duty, everything. And the, yeah, yeah the pretty much everything. Another thing so, that so, a lot of companies are trying to do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but I, what I want to know all, all I want to know is how many Fire Emblem characters are going to get in there. True. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I remember actually, hearing uh, uh, that the, they, they haven't really tweaked a lot of the, like, his, his concept art a lot whereas oh, like you see of, uh, where, where, where you see yeah where like you see like crash you know you see how he's kind of evolved from you know the old generation to the new generation even mario yeah. going from like 8-bit to like now uh, a lot of people were kind of curious to see like if they were if they would have enhanced it a lot more i mean really to go off of it there's not really a whole lot there but I think that's like the point of him, isn't it? Like that it could, it, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like he's so, like so, he's like Batman. He's a symbol. Yeah, <laughs> but even Batman switches his suit every now. And yeah, again. that that's true. So so real quick, um, so going going again. I've never I haven't played I haven't played Halo in the longest time, but from what I remember, dude, Halo like graphics were some of the best of their of their time back when I was like again I was playing original Xbox original xbox big ass like bulky xbox with the big ass controllers right mm-hmm. Dude, and, and, and honestly like i feel like their 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 graphics were amazing i remember we even like had a hacked version of it for our computers and we would like do like some, i was about like, to say the, the that's how you got the red ring yeah yeah no, <laughs> dude, we would do some crazy shit dude like but um but but i mean if you had those kind of graphics back then compared to like the graphics now like I wouldn't see why they would have to like tweak him so much. You get me? Like, like I, broke, I would understand. Yeah, I would understand why they kept his image the way they did. And then mm-hmm. another thing is, is with with this new like uh, Xbox uh, system, the one they're they're bringing forward. Um, we're expecting them to have like solid stage drives. We're expecting them to have like mm-hmm. really good processing uh, video chips and stuff like that. So it's like we're getting we're getting a game. We're getting a system that, first of all, should not have any loading time. Yeah, yeah. that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, which is like like mind blowing, right? 
Yeah, then, since well, most of us grew up with loading screens, yeah, I it, can't it, imagine it, a world exactly. without it. It's a uh, the way that the newer consoles and the generations are coming out. Like it, it's more prevalent with the uh, you know each year or each new uh, lifespan of another of another console. It's a uh, they're not video game consoles anymore. They're home entertainment systems because they they link up for everything. Their their processing powers and everything. Uh, it's so that you can have 4K quality on your 4K TV to watch movies and super badass. Like it's like a home theater experience. Yeah, and it, it, those are the things. It's like whoa! Like at a, at a while, it, or after a while, like for me, it comes like overwhelming. I'm like, I just wanted to play like uh, a Crash Bandicoot or something. I, I just <laughs> yeah. wanted to play Mario Kart. Like, um, and for Halo to like consider making battle royale and consider making like. Like all, all these like open world adjustments just seems logical to me, you know. Like yeah. it seems like yeah, it's the, the next right step. way to go. Yeah, uh, I mean, okay, it, it so provides endless hours of of fun uh, making it an open world concept. Plus the fact that everyone's into BR, so you know it's going to be huge if there is a BR mode. So I think, think they are taking the right steps uh, with this next game. Uh, I was going to ask you, Joe, uh, before we finish off, because uh, I know we've been talking about this for a while. Do you think they're going to have a uh, kind of like a loot crate system a loot box kind of system where like you buy like a different skin for mm. master chief or like different kind of I, I would not be surprised yeah right like where they, it's they, like they, oh buy buy the uh they, they american did have master in the, chief in the, the last the last uh iterations they have had they that had it, yeah. mm-hmm, where you would unlock different armor for uh your character or, uh or customize even i remember even i think like the second one was when they started like the you can customize the color and everything. Yeah, you can make your yeah. own Because oh, yeah. the guys that own it are the same guys that, that made Destiny, no? Mm-hmm. Or something oh, like so that. Yeah, it's right. 343. No, uh, Bungie does Destiny. 343 uh, took over Halo. Halo. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, if I remember correctly, were you, uh, you going to get the Xbox or the PS5? Uh, right now, I'm leaning towards. Well, I, I was saying before. I was saying before you saw Halo. Uh, no, yeah, before it was a uh, PS5 just because uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and Spider-Man have my So interest. after watching this showcase, did it make you switch? Uh, I, no, I don't know if it made me switch. Uh, they announced Fable also, which I'm a huge fan of. So I, oh, yeah. having Halo and Fable is huge, but uh, I just fell in love with Horizon so much. So PS5 still kind of has me. Not bad, not bad. Uh, yeah. Moving on... Uh, Speaking of, theaters, do, <laughs> so speaking, speaking about moving on, <laughs> moving on, <laughs> moving on to, honestly, we back to, to the next honestly, topic. Honestly, guys, like, I mean, if, if we don't, if we don't, honestly, we, we could spend the entire episode just talking about this. Cause honestly, like, again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not an Xbox hater, but I'm an, I'm a PlayStation lover. Uh, same. <laughs> yeah. so, I just so I, I just uh, aim for a good gaming. I mean, eventually I, I'll, I'll get both. So I don't I don't, I, yeah, I don't like, like to fall into the grasp of the console war anymore. Just enjoy all the gaming that you're you're you know given. Yeah, I need yeah, to. I, I, to I know that I'm gonna like buy all of it. I, I, I hear a, I hear slut. PC has some good shit going on, so definitely switch to PC. And <laughs> master master race. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, yeah, yeah, so movies. I saw that that uh, you went like you are local and fan favorite uh cinemark 20 yeah mm-hmm. tinseltown as it once uh, was known as uh oh, yeah, here in el paso yeah, uh, i saw that uh julian went and yeah, I was like, yeah yeah that's so cool like 
Uh, I went to see Jurassic Park at the IMAX theater that we oh, have here. Oh, Bassett? Yeah, and I was like, this is so cool to be in the like the theater experience again for how cheap everything is. Like, it's amazing. But it wasn't, you know, for me, it's like, I mean, it's IMAX, but it's not, it's no Cinemark 20 for me. It's no Tinseltown yeah. experience. I'm, so I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm not going to lie because I, I did both. I I had seen that you guys had gone to uh, the premiere. I think that's what it's called in uh, at Bassett. And it was nice. It was, you know, it was, it was cool to have like your popcorn and soda and then watching Jurassic Park. Uh, but I don't know. There's up. something different about Cinemark that it's just the, like even seeing the logo and like uh, the, the cool thing about the Cinemark after they, I guess, bought out Tinseltown is they kept those same like pillars that mm-hmm. Tinseltown used to have. And just seeing that like just really brought a rush of nostalgia back to me. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm at the movies again. It's like, okay, but how did it feel when you saw the Coca-Cola commercial? Oh, it was actually really cool. Uh, so one thing I, I, I didn't notice. <laughs> so uh, one thing I never knew, cause I, I always used to just go to Cinemark is they have that same commercial for premiere as well. That one where it's uh, like I, a bunch of ice falls yeah. and then like the soda. Well, it's like, like, a, it's up. like a type of, uh, you know, it's like, it all fall, falls into the same stuff, but like, uh, I, I think what I want to know more is how is how are they going about ensuring everyone's safety? With, oh, with yeah. COVID and all that. Because the way the way yeah. that uh, the IMAX theater, the premiere cinemas, the way they did it was uh, it was hard to even like get three people to get a ticket in one area because the way that they'll separate you and, and everything like that. So how is and like those are smaller theaters, I think. Yeah. compared to mm-hmm. the Cinemark. How, how was that? Like, were they really, like, separating you guys? I was think very limited? Yeah. Uh, as far as uh, separation, um, I think they're up to a group of six. So if, if you're in a group of six, you all get your tickets together, and then you're able to kind of sit together, and then they block off the rest of the, the aisle. I believe mm-hmm. it's two seats of separation. So if you get the middle seats, right, then nobody can get the next two seats next to you which was uh, kind of dumb. Uh, I mean, it, it was dumb, but also nostalgic because these kids kind of snuck in and they ended up sitting like a few seats away from us, even though they were blocked off. And um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Theaters, theaters really opened up with the first And there's the already kids, kids sneaking <laughs> in. Yeah, that, isn't that funny? I, I thought the same thing. I was like, wow, classic El Paso. Honestly, dude, I remember sneaking into my my movies back you in the day. You spent a whole day. You spent a yeah, whole day there. Through. You would watch like three, four movies, and like no one would say anything. You know, like yeah, even when they know they see you all like, day. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah, and uh, like hey, like I you. I knew they had snuck in because uh, I had bought my tickets on on the app, and when you buy the tickets, it shows you like what seats are no longer available once you buy those. So they were sitting in the ones that were no longer available. So I was like, okay, yeah, these guys clearly snuck in. <laughs> and it was a whole they, group of like five kids and they were what just- What if they like, like honestly bought it and they're just like, well, who cares? I'm going to just sit right here. Well, I, I mean- <laughs> You're they just probably, jumping to conclusions. Well, all I know is they weren't supposed to sit uh, one Good away. Christian kids. <laughs> yeah. And then what was dumb is that the one kid, the kid that was closest to us pulled out his phone and I was like, hey, put that shit away. You know, like what the hell? <laughs> Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to watch Deadpool here. You hey, know, you youngsters, me. put that yeah. away. Oh, dude, I, 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 I felt like such a old man, dude. But, proper, uh, proper movie etiquette is important. It, it is. is. It, I mean, it is. like, it's one thing. It's one thing for like the uh, you know, the whole Corona situation. 
but it's another thing if you have like your bright ass phone like at least turn your phone you know away so i'm not seeing the light like on my right yeah. side uh-huh. you know, if you're gonna pull out your phone pull it out like that or pull it out down you know i mean you shouldn't be pulling it out in general but yeah don't, yeah, it out, yeah, yeah, don't pull that's out. a golden don't. that's a golden rule Dewey herman learned that the hard way you don't pull it out in the theater <laughs> but nonetheless <laughs> though man golden no, rules guys don't pull out but but, <laughs> but uh <laughs> overall like the experience was uh quite pleasant uh it's the thing that i was even like um earlier today when we went to the store went to the target uh with with edmer and one it's like it's so weird because everybody was it, everybody's trying really hard to start acting like the world is normal mm-hmm. when it's not uh, and uh, you could tell from the sheer fact that like everybody's still wearing masks all the yeah. time it's like it's such a weird concept to me still to this day that we all have yeah. to put on these masks. To every like- time, every time I go to the store, I, I feel the same way. I look around and I just see like, this is the norm. Like this is, this is what yeah. the norm has become, but we're it's, just, everyone's this- having to walk around in a mask and it's, it's weird. It, it doesn't, it doesn't quite settle with me yet. It's weird that it, it's only been like four months and it's already like yeah. so many people. Be, you could tell like, that's like a, a proof on its own that there's so many people that are really trying to fight against for norm for normality to Mm -hmm. like oh like you can't tell me to wear a mask or i don't have to do this and i don't have to do that it's It's like my right not to wear a mask yeah and and it's like okay but like it's not it stops being about you at a certain point like that's just the way things are like even at my work it's your right to not wear a mask but it's my right not to help you yeah to not be around you if you're not going to do that exactly uh el paso alone is just seeing the numbers spike because of how many people are starting to just get so negligent they're so fed up the the atmosphere everybody's tension man uh with everything going on for all these uh, movements all these acts these protests uh we we have a lot going on from all sides a lot and a lot of people are getting fed up and you can see it speaking of being fed up i know joe has a few uh a few things that he's fed up about with UTEP uh, changing some some things, (laughs) but uh, we can bring it up after a quick commercial break. So uh, UTEP has just sent out the bill to a lot of students. Uh, As I mentioned a few podcasts ago, I decided to go back to school and it's going to be my first semester there. And apparently some controversy is kind of stirring up. So a lot of the classes are going to be online. Uh, there are some occasions where you kind of have a face-to-face class, but people are getting uh, pretty fat bills because they're still charging for fees that only apply to students who are, who are in school. But everyone who is, whether they're strictly online, are getting charged for these fees. Um, so it's, it's been kind of rough. The UTEP has come out with a, a statement saying that the reason they're charging it is because they have no other choice. Like, uh, it's a, just a fee that they have to charge, I think, every two years or something like that. And uh, basically what they want to use that money for is to buy I, iPads and stuff for students. And uh, basically the sure. fees are for, uh, like, their student union. I think they have, like, a rec center or something there that they're, they're charging fees for. Uh, both things that aren't even open, whether you're going to face-to-face classes or not. So this is what got a lot of kids kind of in a stir because we can't access these things, uh, but we're still getting charged for them. And um, someone that is, I think other than yourself, the only other uh, uh, person that is in college right now, um, 
So I work for the the student uh, rec center, mm-hmm. and yes, it is a service that um, that is closed right now. Uh, what I'm gonna say is that, haha, you pay my my bills. Uh, mm-hmm. But not only that, like, so I understand that where you're coming from, where it's like it's kind of annoying that there's services that you can't access and stuff like that. Uh, but I also understand where you um, where UTIP is coming from because all those all those places still get maintenance. All those places still need uh, to pay out their uh, um, janitors and essentially still need to pay me. Uh, which, if you want to know my workload, you can have a whole uh, topic about that. But uh, what I'm gonna say is that even though it sucks, uh, you this starting COVID you did have a lot of um, grants and a lot of money being funneled to not only students that uh, had financial aid. uh, We had over, every student could apply for I think up to 1,200 for grants that was like really easy to get. Mm -hmm. And I personally got like a $600 grant uh, on top of that. So it, it sucks, but because of COVID, you know, that money needs to come from somewhere. And if they were allocating resources for when the pandemic started and they have to get that money back somehow. So I understand uh, if it's a place that they're not going to be opening up anytime soon. Uh, the rec should be. Um, I, I can assure you that sometime during uh, August, but it is going to be very limited. Um and it's just they're 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 places that you need to pay the people, you need to pay the maintenance of those. A lot of YouTube buildings are old and are in a mountain, so maintenance must be really really bad. Yeah, it's pretty I, interesting I think, to see both uh, sides of the of the coin here, where yeah. you have like a student that, and someone. That... That's a a thing that in general where I've um, had the conversation with people, where it's like, all right, I get it, where you could get this uh, emergency pay via your unemployment or you know all these hazard pays and all these like the stimulus checks and stuff like that it's like well like money doesn't just appear out of nowhere like it's gonna have to come back and it's gonna affect us in such a different way like in so many aspects uh who knows to, to pay all this back like maybe the price of living is gonna go way higher in, in yeah. places that you're like what like and you're gonna be more pissed off about that but it's like well you you got free money right like you got a twelve hundred dollar check and you thought it was okay, or you got, like, you, a lot of people say, like, scamming, like, when you scam about, uh, for your unemployment. Like welfare or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, your unemployment's paying more than people who've been working full-time jobs, you know, and it's, like, like, it, where do you think the money's gonna come from, and how you're gonna pay it back, whether it come through, like, a yeah. tax season, or something like that, so I can see where Beto's coming from this, where, uh, you're getting a lot of benefits, but, you can't be upset as to where it's going to come from. And unfortunately it happens to a lot of people that it doesn't like as Joe um, going to school and, and I've been trying to get into school and it's like a huge hassle mm-hmm. that like, if, if I'm on the receiving end of that, where I'm like, well, this, this is kind of shitty for me that I have to pay this money that I didn't even get anything out of it. Like I, the best thing to try to understand of like, well, this is just kind of the cost of the, of, of the life that you are choosing are living yeah Yeah, Yeah, and also the the school that you're choosing to go to yeah like we are so fortunate enough to be able to give them these opportunities and what i've learned when you really like go through the 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 right channels like a lot of 
the U.S. government and the education system, they will do a lot to help you out. Uh, a lot to help you out. More more so than you would think that, like, when you're just, like, some... Oh, yeah, there's, there are there are plenty of, uh, like, grants and uh, other scholarship mm-hmm. opportunities you can get, and, like, thousands of them. And I think that's why I can kind of be, like, I'm fortunate enough that I, I do accept financial aid for the semester. Uh, so I'm hoping that they do have more resources for those uh, students who weren't able to, so that way they don't, like, it can kind of justify having to pay these uh fees yeah. for them so uh i mean but uh, as bethel mentioned that they should have uh loans and i think even the in their uh, statement youtube statement they're saying that they're trying to offer more grants and stuff like that to the students yeah. so hopefully yeah, it, it, it's definitely, definitely like the mindsets to definitely think about it like the money that you're putting in isn't just like going to the school just to pay the school it's going to youtube it, yeah it's go, it's going to to be in this big potluck that everybody's let's, gonna let's be realistic out. nobody likes to pay yeah yeah and, and even when we were in normal circumstances people would bitch and complain about uh how well i don't even use the rec like i i i went to youtube for four uh, all four of my years and i never went to the rec once Dude, yeah that's not my problem bro yeah yeah you had the, <laughs> yeah. You had the opportunity to and it's another it's kind of like an overall cost of going to this yeah. thing. Yeah, the, the thing is, they're the they're school. itemizing it, and you think, oh well, I can just uh, subtract Picture. these items, but really, it's kind of like a cable package where it's like, oh, you don't yeah. like paying. Yeah, you're you're, put, you're putting it, you're putting it in the pot, and that's the yeah. thing that you got to think about because it's like you're putting. Yes, it's for you to use the resources or whatever, but that pot is paying for some kid who who came from a third world country and he doesn't, you know what I mean? Like Bethel's from third world country. You're paying like Bethel's bills. <laughs> I was speaking more about Edmer, but. That's- <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, man, uh, I'm not in school right now, so. Oh. <laughs> but no, that, that, that's, that's like the, the mentality, I guess, to take with like all that stuff. My bad, I, I didn't mean no, that. No, you're fine. <laughs> so uh, uh, anyway, uh, it makes no sense to uh, bring on an anime crew without talking a little bit about anime. Hey, uh, so uh, just recently, Rick and Morty has uh, come out with a little special on uh, YouTube. Now it's a uh, Rick and Morty anime. Um, and being that we have an anime podcast on our show, we were kind of want to get your guys' thoughts on uh, on how it came out. Bring it, bring it. Okay, so so Rick, Rick and Morty anime. Uh, <sighs> I haven't watched it. Me neither. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Okay, I, I've seen it. Starting off strong. Trust them. They know and, their anime. They know everything this? about anime. Okay. Uh, so, Jeremy, uh, you've seen it. But... So, the, the, the episode in question or the, the mini sode or whatever, yeah. it's like this like little like YouTube video. Minute, it was like eight or nine minute uh, YouTube Yeah, like video. it's a very short yeah. thing that like got added onto like the Adult Swim official website. It became an official thing. Mm-hmm. Um one the the medium that they chose to like do this is like it's amazing because you're really like pulling from everywhere else and like the, yeah the, it's youtube the yeah. the comic comic con culture you know what i mean like it, it's really pulling from this it's really good uh the animation yeah. is really good it's different from how it was but it still pays respect to the original source material mm-hmm. and it's very lore building that's like a thing like it's rick and morty always stays true to and it pays off to its fans it's very it mines its yeah. own history i mean uh, think, think about the dnd one right like they're not afraid of push boundaries and that's what i yeah. like yeah. there's there's very Definitely. very smart people who are writing this show and they're really respectful of their like they you could tell it's a it's a labor of love uh i mean they did their history on anime 
yeah for sure mm-hmm. they uh they, they they got they uh got some i forget who they got but it was someone who was prominent in anime and uh from the cre- artwork to the to the sound design like the voice uh voice acting alone it's it's really good uh, you i guys really are, recommend you guys to like talk about it or like you're, watch all, it. you're all speaking pretty highly about it and i know you said it was only one episode is there any setup to make it like a mini series anything like that Def- or do they just kind of uh, like end no, it, it kind of does that usual like uh, Rick and Morty end where it plays like a somber note and then oh, there's like okay. this little like kind of uh, it, it, it almost plays like a prequel slash yeah. uh, or, or like, a, like a paradox loop. That's that's literally what it is. It's like its own little paradox. It gives a little bit of like character history. Because mm-hmm. uh, the way that I, it ends. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, well, I, I guess I don't want to spoil it, but yeah. So, I, yeah um, speaking about somberness, um, we also <laughs> the segue king over here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm sad. Welcome to my life. All right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, no. Unfortunately, um, it has been a year. Uh, uh, we've mentioned many a or... times uh, that we are uh, an El Paso based podcast, and uh, unfortunately, a year ago, uh, I guess uh, we come out on Tuesday, so yesterday uh, it would yeah. be a year. But um, yeah, it was unfortunately the the year uh, anniversary of the uh, the shooting that happened here at a Walmart in uh, El Paso. Uh, unfortunately, it took the lives of uh, twenty three uh, people, and uh, it really shook uh, really shook Unnerved. the heart of our city. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Uh, I just ask that you guys kind of play through the credits um, and, you know, have a little moment of silence for uh, the, the, the fallen and um, just remember and, uh, you know, keep El Paso in your thoughts and keep their families in your thoughts and stuff like that. So uh, that's all I ask is just uh, maybe uh, stay tuned in the credits and I'll be presenting their names and stuff like that. Uh, and and uh, uh, definitely like ultimate respect and, and love. And it's one of these things that, uh, Yes, it's travesty. Something that like people can do such things like this. But what El Paso really did to come together as a community to help one another, and they continuously do it. Not just for for these moments uh, uh, where things just seem to be going so bad. Like every day, you can see people helping other people, and, and that's just an amazing thing. And it's not, I know it's not just an El Paso thing. You can see it all around the world. Uh, a lot of people do have a lot of love for one another. And that's the thing that you really got to carry on when you think about these names and, and the, the lives that got affected by this is just mm-hmm. always bring forth that support love. and that love right. for another human being. Because there's so many things that are wrong in the world, unfortunately. But there's also so many things that are really good. And yeah. a lot of people really came out and helped. And that's that's something that, like, leaving on to this moment of silence, I don't know how you guys want to do that, but like, oh, uh, I guess. Yeah, uh, Julian, I think you had a couple of thoughts you wanted to share, and then we'll kind of. Uh, well, yeah, guys, I mean, uh, uh, it's a little, it was a little uh, nerve-wracking, honestly. Um, I was I was working around the time in that area. I wasn't working that specific Walmart, so obviously uh, there's no way I could know, you know, the kind of traumatic experiences that the people in the store were, but there were still a lot of like momentum and a lot of like crazy stuff that was going on. Like people were, we were going into lockdown, people were calling each other. It was a very intense moment. 
And I realized that uh, this past week that I never really got to uh, unload that, you know, somebody had mentioned to me uh, that, hey, you know what, the year anniversary was coming and I, I was still working, uh, I, you know, I was stocking some monsters and I don't know why, but it kind of triggered me in a, in a, in a sense. And I like dropped the monster and I, I like ended up popping in and I was like, oh damn, like I got to clean this thing. And I didn't realize like how, uh, I, I still care. I'm still carrying like a little bit of trauma weight. from it. Yeah. 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 A little bit of weight from it. Cause there was so much going on uh, at the time. We didn't know if there was like multiple shooters, if they were going to, uh, start attacking like uh, other stores. I didn't know uh, when I had first heard about it. Um, they had said it was a Walmart off the freeway, and my sister she works at the Yarborough one, which is also like right off the freeway. And I was like, oh god, like my sister, like is she okay? Yeah, the interstate. Yeah, and yeah. I know we have like two friends. I think that actually work at the one that got shot up too. Damn. And I don't know. It was just it was just a whole kind of thing, and it all happened so fast that uh, yet like i said i didn't really get a chance to really do anything and before i knew it it was the next day and i was going into work and just like oh wow like you know like oh we like now what and uh i just want to say uh i'll I'll send joe the links uh i i can't speak of them off the top of my head because i can't really focus right now but it was uh th there's definitely uh some things out there to help other people because i know there are people who are in there there are people who are like me uh working at other stores or even family members who are kind of suffering from some of that trauma yeah and um yeah I'll, I'll send joe the links and we'll we'll put them down the in the show notes so that way we can like kind of help you guys get the help that you need uh for me it, it's nice to kind of just you know I have like my friends and I have my family and stuff that I can kind of offload on. I just, I didn't realize I never did. And I, I think it's really important for you guys who are suffering stuff like this to offload some of that. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I had to say about that. Yeah. And, and like what Julian was saying, um, you know, like I mentioned before, I did work, I do work at a gas station. Uh, my gas station's actually really close to Ciel Vista. Um, yeah. so close, in fact, that when the shooting happened, people came into my gas station and told me that they were shooting up Silo Vista, that they had just come from there. Um, I did get locked into my gas station because of the cops showed up. Um, and, and, and like he said, you know, that there, there's a lot of things that, um, and, and I've talked to Lima about that. There's a lot of things that, uh, you know, we have to deal with. And, and, and honestly, I, I've never been so afraid in my life. And, and I've had a gun straight up pointed to my head, okay? Because we are from the border city. So, like, in Juarez, they, they, they did try to rob us once. But that's a whole other story. Yeah. But, 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 but this, this, this fundamentally shook our society in El Paso. And, and that's what was, so, what, what was so frightening, really. Um, but, but definitely, uh, uh, like, like Julian said, like, if you guys need any kind of help, uh, um, there will be links uh, according to Julian, right, Julian? That that you yeah, yeah. I have like two description below, mm -hmm. and, and, and then and it, it also helps. If you, you need any help, go ahead and look those up. Yeah, it's okay and to it, ask for help. 
yeah, yeah and it's, it's okay to to you know let people know and it's okay to kind of like talk about that experience because you know obviously it's it was a big thing it, it's not just you know your average everyday you know kind of experience it was something big it was yeah it was just it was crazy yeah, like and, I, and I i can't believe i was actually even getting kind of like emotional yeah i guess just on to that really quickly um i actually work at the the olive garden right in front of Sierra Vista, mm-hmm. and uh, i wasn't working there at the time but a lot of my coworkers were there at the time and even when i applied they told me at, at the time or before uh, prior to the shooting it was probably like one of the busiest stores there were like the, the number of guests that they would have was like insane but after that it was probably like a good two three months that the you could just see the numbers like suffered and this is yeah. in olive garden you know that pretty much had nothing to do other than like its own location but you just i guess just going back you just saw like the impact and on on everyone and how it impacted even businesses like that you know yeah it really uh it changes a lot of uh ideals and views that we thought of safety because it kind of ripped the net open we all had a big safety net like it was uh el paso was always ranked a very safe city you know for how big it was and uh a lot of people they have all this like this sense of like well because somebody came outside and came into this vitriol this like you know this this anger and animosity that they're going to like put out to someone and and there's a lot of people who are still angry and there's a lot of people who are still sad and because it affects them. Like we, we know personal friends who their family was taken on that unfortunate day. And, and it's, it's definitely more of a thing that we need to come together again and always hold that energy of being together as opposed yeah. to don't make this a between us and them. It's not, exactly. it's never been that, you know? Yeah. So yeah, you guys the links. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. Go good. ahead, Jeremy. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say that. It's like the links. We're gonna send them out. If you don't want to go to those places, you could always talk to any of us. Uh, we're very easy to talk to. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. like uh, if sometimes you don't even want to talk, you just want like sit there. Like we're good with that too. You know, we'll yeah, sit there. <laughs> And, and uh, we encourage you guys, if you have anything to talk about, comment and, uh, or mention us at, uh, at our YouTube channels, uh, either uh, us at WeBoost or them at uh, All of a Sudden. Um, did you guys want to do the, the moment of silence? Uh, is that what it's Yeah, well, let's go uh, ahead so and, that's uh, going to be. Yeah, so uh, uh, we still have our charity stickers available. Uh, remember, hit us up if you guys want to pick up and support. Um, we're at All of a Sudden uh, Pod on Instagram. And all of a sudden, podcast on Facebook, 107 Productions on YouTube. Oops. Uh, we the Boos, where can they find you guys? Uh, <laughs> uh, we're on we're on uh, at We Boos Podcast on Instagram. I believe on Facebook, it's just uh, We Boos. We Boos 915. And then uh, we're also on uh, on Spotify, just as We Boos. Uh, exactly how it's spelled there with the little hyphen. Uh, iHeartRadio, YouTube. Uh, Pretty much the SoundCloud, <laughs> Again, everything except Twitter, but you can still look us up on Twitter. Yeah, you, uh, we have an OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys really have an OnlyFans? <laughs> no. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only for the good 
It's just uh, uh, it's just videos of Beto like eating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just videos of him watching YouTube and and like anime. So we're gonna be on their show uh, upcoming. Uh, when do you guys release the episode? Uh, I know it's gonna be live, uh, but since we release on Tuesday, the show would have already happened. So then they can they can go ahead and look at the at the show on Wednesdays. Uh, I usually try to pump everything out on Wednesdays, since we do go live again mm-hmm. on Thursdays. So every Thursday and Sunday you can catch us on Twitch, at Weboos. Um, we are there, uh, and then again everything is usually uploaded by Wednesday. Okay, so yeah, so catch us on their episode Wednesday. Uh, I'll drop all their descriptions or all their uh, socials in the comments below. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for being on uh, this episode and uh, everyone you know, else. Thank, thank you guys. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of fun. And don't forget to get those uh, those charity stickers. They they look badass. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. Thank you. And uh, uh, yeah, we're gonna throw it to a quick moment of silence uh, yeah. for the victims. Tuned. Please stay tuned mm-hmm. for the the credits, and we'll see you guys next week. Salute.